Brody and Eric, Super Sports Show. <laughs> Good evening, Wildcats. It is currently 6.01, a bit of a late start here, and a, a, a pretty beautiful 75 degrees outside. Not, I, not six degrees too warm. <laughs> six degrees Screw too warm. Screw this weather. <laughs> I mean, you can't this get much better. This weather is bad. It's really bad. I'm going to kick this weather out. This weather is a bunch of terrible people. Um. okay. I'm well, going to build a weather wall. <laughs> Okay, hot takes off the off the bat from. And you know who's gonna Eric. pay for this weather wool? <laughs> Who the, the weather is? The weather. Okay. Well, um, anyways, currently seventy five degrees. Fine Tuesday, February twenty sixth here in Tucson, Arizona. Welcome to the movie themed Brody and Eric's Super Sports Radio Show. What here. kind of what kind of movies like? Kim K. Rage. Oh my goodness! Or? No, no, Jesus! This is this needs to be PG rated. Sorry, Come Reggie on. Bush. No, it's, no, it's, <laughs> oh, it's sports related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness! This is gonna this is gonna be a, a ruckus of an it's episode. Be I a can kerfuffle. It's this sure is. Um, but a welcome, snafu. A snafu. This sure is gonna be a snafu. Uh, here on fifteen seventy AM Camp Student Radio, and to all those listening online at camp.arizona.edu, as well as any of of our podcasting platforms. I'm your host, Bro. Brody Dryden here alongside my partner in crime, Eric Wong. Hi, I'm the partner in crime, Eric Wong. <laughs> and we got a we got a doozy for you one today, Wildcats. Got a lot to talk about. We got the Oscars. We got some Robert Kraft scenarios going on. Oh, of course, man. we've got some delicious homemade Mexican uh, sauce. Yes, we we do have some. So we got a whole lot sauce. of we got a whole lot raw of, sauce, whole lot of gang stuff coming on this episode. So we can't wait to dive yeah. right in. We sure we sure can. <laughs> so let's dive right in. First, talk with Oh, also, I uh, need to shout out our call-in question of the day. We also tweeted this earlier. Um, what is your favorite sports movie of all time? Eric and I are going to be answering that by the end of. Uh, the episode, you know, the Oscars just happened, so I wanted to make this episode movie themed. We're gonna we're a sports show. What is your favorite sports movie of all time? Call in, uh, give us the answer, justify uh, why that is your favorite um, sports movie ever. Uh, anyways, we'll dive right into our first topic of the day: Arizona basketball. Ah, uh. you know, it, it's pained us a lot this year, Arizona basketball. But today, I don't know if you saw this, Eric. It was just earlier today. Sean Miller had a press conference. Oh, do, boy. do you know what I'm referencing no, so far? No, I don't. All right, so Sean Miller had a uh, a press conference. Had some media. Obviously, a lot of things have come out. Uh, you know, overall the, this past year, but this past week. Um, it's a report came out saying that uh, Sean Miller had been subpoenaed to court, but it's not like for sure or anything. So um, a reporter, unnamed so far reporter uh, from Phoenix, I, I've done some research and haven't been able to to uh, find out where. Who's the snitch, Brody? Who uh, is he? I don't I don't know who the snitch is, but uh, he, th- there was a Phoenix reporter um, at the press conference today, and here's what he had to say. This uh, audio is courtesy of. Ryan Kellepire. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but um, local uh, reporter for, I think, uh, SB Nation. Uh, but anyways, this is what the uh, reporter had to say. Coach, all the scrutiny that has surrounded this program and the university that you face. No comment. You can drive back to Phoenix. Oh, oh, whoa! Isn't that, that's a, that's <laughs> kind of a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So and while I, you're there, tell your mother I said hello. <laughs> oh my goodness! He may as well have said no. it. That, that was a pretty sick burn, you know. I was kind of hoping, um, you know, everyone would be. Ladies like, and oh. gentlemen, I would like you to listen in a really quick what Sean Miller just did to this man. 
<laughs> I, I wish this was a TV I show instead of, instead of a radio show. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of a, a sick burn from Coach Miller uh, there. And, you know, a lot of – it's honestly like Phoenix people, so they're probably like ASU fans. are like, oh, well, the um, Tucson media doesn't have the balls to – to you know ask those types of questions but they really have like yeah. for the past year and they're like they know they're going to get that same answer like whoever whatever crew sent the phoenix guys down there just to they're ill-informed ag- yeah they're just aggravators and uh a- agitators I, I i should say and it's just uh kind of annoying but that you know it's set, how did set, sean miller know where he was from um yeah that, that's the other thing i i honestly thought about that too like he might be like all in on the like the whole oh, media man. stuff and he's just like i don't know but uh yeah, dramatic stuff there, and it wasn't like anyone was like, "Oh, it just got kind of awkward well, there after after he." I wonder if he, he left. said that. I would have left. Like, yeah, yeah. Have... and and that wasn't the first thing he um asked them either. He, <coughs> he, he uh, that same reporter earlier tried to say. Um, so he might have actually said like, "Hey, I'm like from yeah, uh, douche canoe from <laughs> from the Phoenix newspaper." So like to intro him in from a pre fake news yeah yeah in a, in a previous um. Uh, questions so that that's how he knew he was from Phoenix. But still, I was like, "Dang, Coach yeah. Mallory, like, that man drove all the way down from Phoenix. You tap a tank of gas, yeah, to j- get flamed yeah. so hard, yeah." So um, you you love to see that, they I'd do. say, I and love you, the fire, yeah. So and the the tide has turned somewhat for Arizona basketball now off two wins in a row after skidding seven um, in a row. I, I I don't know if that would be a complete. Um, turn in yeah. tide but you know it's a lot more positive than how, how they were looking what, what do you think eric well you know i think wins are good wins but uh <laughs> just us knowing where this season is yeah uh it's sort of like i don't i don't really know how do you describe it's like uh i don't know <laughs> it's like it's like taking an ibuprofen after you've been stabbed in the heart <laughs> Okay, that that's probably a good analogy. Yeah, that's a, that's a great analogy. It's like, what is it really doing for yeah. me? Yeah, no, I yeah, I was gonna add, like bring up. Does the these two wins in a row now really do anything for the Wildcats? Oh, it does it for me, Brody. Oh, it, <laughs> it does. Really oh. Gets me going. Oh, well. no, it's a travesty. I hate it. Uh, and I stood by my hot take earlier. Hashtag new coach 2019. That's unbelievable. If if, if Sean Miller was here right now, would you tell that to his face? I want you out of here. No, (laughs) because I don't want to drive back to Phoenix. (laughs) Yeah. Give me Archie, though. Oh, you you want Archie? Yeah. He hasn't really – I don't think he's done that well with Indiana. I was kind of surprised when he got that Indiana job because that's a very high, uh, you know, profile. Yeah. uh, One of the most storied programs in college basketball history and – you know, he 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 did improve Dayton, but it's like they weren't like, you know. Yeah, and also, you know, you can tell Sean Miller was the favorite son because Archie Miller looked like he got slapped around. Oh, when he was a kid. <laughs> oh my God. Sean would break a dish and be like, Archie, wow. get in here. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Wildcats picked up a win against Cal, which was kind of easy because Cal was 0-13, I think, um, in Pac-12 play, uh, but then got that win against Stanford. I think that made 19 wins in a row uh, for the Wildcats against Stanford. That's good. Uh, which is, yeah, very, very good stuff. Their, their next um, final Pac-12 uh, road um you know, road matchups are, are at Oregon State and at Oregon uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, actually, yeah, this Thursday is the game against um, 
Oregon State, and then Saturday against Oregon. All right, what are you expecting out of these games, Eric? I'm expecting us to get smacked so hard. Really? By, gonna, bo- by both teams? Uh, maybe not by Oregon State, but, you know, something, and I've yeah. said this last year to our Corvallis, man, the ghost of Gary Payton's uh, Wang is just living in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he freaking just kills it over there. Mm-hmm. They always have the coach's random white son just oh. drop 30 whenever we're in Corvallis. Oh, my goodness. And it's the one day the coach tells his son he's proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my But Lord. also, Eugene, Bull Bull is going gonna, is gonna to do some. Bull Bull is out for the season. No, but that's the thing. Here's my hot take. Oh. <laughs> he's going to do some varsity blues stuff <laughs> onto his knee. Oh, and no. In, and uh, the coach uh, who was awful, Angelina. Jolie's dad, I forget his name. What? Okay, well, anyways, <laughs> that's who plays the coach. He's like, boy, if you don't stick this in your leg, I'm pulling all your scholarship offers. Oh. Okay, you know what? Screw this. But <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen. Bull okay. Bull's about to resurrect and come back just to smack Sean Miller. All right. Well, there, there you have the hot take. Yeah. Uh, Eric uh, knows all about it. Yeah, I'd say we're going to beat Oregon State now. John it, Voigt. John, oh, John Voigt. The, yeah, He's not Angelina Jolie's Yeah, father. dude, look it up. He is. He's like his actual. Yes. He didn't. She didn't. Dude, I I, I swear. Okay, Google this right now. And I'll offer my uh, take. Um, I think they're going to get the win against Oregon State. We beat them at home. We're now, you know, we got the momentum back. Brandon Williams is back. Chase Jeter is back. We're going to get the win. What? Ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to listen into this. This is what I just did to Brody Dryden. (laughs) <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Apparently, he was like a crap father, so she didn't take his name. Wow. Yeah. But they are both some of the most famous people on the planet Yeah, now. fair enough. That is crazy. Have they ever been in a movie together? Uh, it probably would not do very well. <laughs> oh, I bet it would. They're two, uh, two legendary uh, actors. Um, but yeah, I say they take the L against Oregon because we lost to them um, in McHale. Uh, when we had, I'm pretty sure we were a fully healthy... Um, and here's the thing: we're not playing for anything at this point. Yeah. Even if we win out, we're not making the tournament. Yeah. Like our Miller could pay anyone hundred thousand dollars in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right. When so I guess we got to discuss this ASU game in McHale because we're, we won't have a show. Yeah. Bef- I've got that. my ticket though. You yes. Got your ticket? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, but I will be going regardless. Yeah. Uh, so what what do you think about this? This game? I think it should be a good one as long as what's his name isn't drilling Steph Curry threes. Yeah. 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 I would love to see Bobby Hurley like have an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't wait to for the the Bobby Bobby <laughs> chance. So funny. Yeah. Like, he's a great coach to make fun if of. If I could ever hire Christian Leitner just to come out and bully Bobby Hurley, I would yeah. do it. Yeah. That that would be actually so funny if yeah. we just like like honored Christian Leitner <laughs> or something. We have no reason to. Yeah. He's like our fans have no reason to hate Christian Leitner or anything. No, that that, that would be awesome though. Um, yeah, that's those are my takes on U of A basketball. Get me yeah. Nico Manning. Get me Josh Green. Yeah, give the, me the season is a, a Mecca Ogbo. No, that's not it. That is wildly <laughs> was I, was off. I, was I close? I I don't think so. I think it starts uh, with an O. It's it, no, it's uh, Zeke Naji. Oh, <laughs> oh, Christian Coloco. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just ranked significantly lower. Sorry. Um, but I show love to all recruits. You do. You yeah. do. Uh, <laughs> Dang. I'm sure when, they're very thankful. Remember for when we got hyped when we had three star recruits and now we yeah. see a four star and we're just like, eh. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So any any other basketball hot takes before the end of the season? Nit. What you you said we'd be the nit like a low tier seed. Yeah, I think we'd still be like a five seed, four or five seed. Okay. Yeah, I'd say I. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, oh, I said a one seed, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I? I'd probably say like two or three. Now, I I lower it um, 
now. But yeah, I guess that's our our last. Uh, those are our last Arizona basketball takes for uh, the Pac-12. And I ain't mad about it. Yeah, the the Pac-12 conference schedule. Uh, moving on to other. Uh, Arizona news. Uh, <coughs> Eric and I, we we got the absolute um, pleasure of touring the brand new uh, complex. They call it a sports center. Oh yeah, beautiful. The, the Cole and Jeannie Davis Sports Center uh, that was just erected right across from McHale Center um, and near Arizona Stadium, the football stadium yeah. as well. Brand new building located um, at the old Sunset Stadium. Uh, site cost. Still sad about that one. Yeah, though. so am I. Like, I, I really uh, wish we went uh, to this university at a time where baseball was on campus. Like, hi, Corbett's lovely and all, yeah. but it, it's hard to get there. And, you got uh, an Uber. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really not fun. Um, so I, I wish that was still on campus, but um, either way, uh, th- this was a, uh, you know. But you can say that's one thing Tucson has a surplus export of is Slightly above average, mid-level, mid-major baseball field. Yeah, like so Kino, yeah, uh, High Corbett, yeah. the softball stadium. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, with the whole spring training, yeah, uh, um, minor league history and stuff. It's like we're an really old mining were... town. Yeah. Like all the mining shafts are closed, but all the baseball fields. Are yeah, there. <laughs> no, you're you're to- yeah, TEP and stuff. Yeah, yeah you're you're totally right. Um, but do you think you know? Uh, what 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 are your thoughts on this you know new new facility? Do you think it was it's good for? Well, I thought the tour was about thirty minutes too long. Oh yeah, but, uh, guided by the wonderful Dave Hickey, the yeah. um, athletic director here at the U of A. I thought it was Hickey. Hickey? Yeah. No, it's like Hickey, like it's <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, see, yeah. you see Hickey last night? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but uh, what was I getting back to the real issue at hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, but I don't understand how we didn't learn. From the Dallas Cowboys stakes. Just make the roof high enough where a kick won't hit the roof. Yeah, 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 That yeah. seems like such an easy fix. Just lay another brick down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. Because there's like a maximum height people can kick off and, and stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it it, it seems like it wouldn't have been that Also, hard. how much credit are we giving U of A punters and kickers? Yeah. It was pretty high. I was surprised when he said that. Yeah. And then my other thing is, and you kind of tried to like explain it to me, but I'm still confused. Folks, it is only, it is 100 yards, but that's from end to end. Including the end zone, a football yeah. stadium is freaking hundred yards without the end zone <laughs> yeah. and has two goalposts. Yeah, had one. Yeah, and so Brody explained to me, it's like, well, you're probably not running full sets and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. But so, it's like, still, it's like, I, yeah, I don't have like a clear, uh, perfect explanation. But I, I think the thing is like, like recruits are gonna come to visit, like, bro. Yeah, I, and that's another thing, like you said, <laughs> why can't they make it one brick higher and um. Uh, Ten yards longer. Yeah, why can't they just, you know, they already did 90 yards. May as well make it the, the full 100. But I think, you know, the when you're at football practice, neither of us played organized football, you know. But I think. But we're the, some legends on the turkey bowl field. We, we really are. But I think like 95% of football practices are practicing plays that are yeah. less than. Situational football. Yeah, exactly. And they still have the outdoor field and the actual um, Arizona Stadium to practice, you know, full kickoffs or if they need to do full 100-yard plays. Um, and then, you know, get right back in uh, the sports center. But I, I think it was a great addition for, you know, obviously oh, yeah. recruiting and stuff like that. I just know a lot of people were critical. There was like, oh, why are you doing this when, um, you know, certain things on campus aren't funded yeah. and, and whatever. Um, but, you know, that, that's what you get when you come to, like, a college sports school. Yeah, I, I, I ain't too mad about it, Yeah, like, honestly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, any other hot takes on the Sports Center? On to the next one. On to the next one. Oh, just one uh, quick thing for U of A softball. 
Um, U of A softball had an exhibition match against Team Japan. Oh. Who, uh, who would you root for in that team game? Team Japan, 100%. You, you, okay. See, if they if they play like Team USA or something, I'd probably still root for the U, U of A. I, I, I'd be more loyal no, to I'd probably college. No, I probably would vote USA, too, for that. No, U of A. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying if U of A and USA played, I'd probably still vote U of A. But because it's like these are some Japanese women and, you know, they're in a far, foreign country with no fans – Oh, give them some love. Okay, okay, sure. Um, well, U of A won <laughs> against the uh, Team Japan national team, just a score of uh, one to nothing. Uh, improves their record to to nine and wait, five. Wait, that counts as a record game? Uh, oh wait, I actually, yeah, that might be fake news. That might have not. But that seems that seems faulty to me. Yeah, it was in the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. <laughs> the Mary Nutter. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So it, it, that was kind of like the shtick. All the all the players um, of all these teams got to play Team Japan. Um, did and, Team Japan do well in general, or did they just get? Smacked? I'm pretty sure they uh, lost, or they. I'm pretty sure they beat UC Santa Barbara, Long Beach State, and Missouri. Okay. But they lost to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Arizona. So they lost to decent teams. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, the Mary Nutter Classic concluded. Either way, the overall record of the softball team right now nine and five. Not how Mike Candrea would have pictured, but they, you know, he schedules tough games. You know, they they had Michigan, um, top, top five team Florida, uh, top se- number seven Alabama, number twenty Oklahoma State, number four Oklahoma. So I mean, you know, they had some real tough schedules and then a couple slip ups um, along the way. But hopefully, they will bounce back this Thursday uh, versus Drake. Uh, you know, I was gonna try to make a Drake song reference right there, but I blanked. Uh, but looking to improve their record, get uh, double-digit wins uh, there. Uh, but with that being said, Eric, you know what time it is. Oh, I do know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what that sound means. Welcome to Brody and Eric's Fantastic Food Review, where every week Brody and I review a fantastic food around the U of A. This time, we have a special little um, submission by our very own camp general manager, Robbie Leano, who made us some uh, Spanish salsa. Fun fact, salsa is just sauce. Really? In Spanish, yeah. Really? I, I would have never guessed. Yeah. Uh, how do you say raw in, uh, in Spanish? Cruda. Cruda salsa. Raw well, sauce. They say salsa cruda, yeah. Salsa cruda. Raw sauce. I'm only in Spanish 101. <laughs> All right, so um, on the top of the Tupperware that Robbie has uh, provided us, here it says, feel free to try some, dash Robbie. So uh, thank you, Robbie, and we we will try some. I'm a little sick, so I won't double dip. Okay, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, the chips <coughs> that Robbie has provided, some of my, my personal favorite, uh, Alejandro's. Here, I, I'll hold it. Okay, thank you very much. Um, Alejandro's, I'm pretty sure it is a local, yeah, a Southern Arizona tradition since 1980. I feel like traditions are usually older than 1980. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, that those are the chips we will be uh, sampling on. It smells very good. Heavy yeah. on the garlic, it smells yeah. like. Yeah. And uh, before, I, you know, Robbie kind of mixed it around a little. Uh, great consistency. I, I personally don't like, you know, when it's too chunky or too Like pico water. de gallo status? Yeah, or, I like that, actually. Uh, or too, like, I don't mind it, but, I like, my favorite is when it's just, like, this perfect, like, wet but solid consistency. So we are we're trying it now. Um, Robbie did say he didn't put as many peppers as normal, making it a lot more mild. So th- this is a, a little bit irregular from the, the, his normal recipe. 
Eric's Eric's giving me a look. All right, so as always, the food snob here, and where Brody's the more uh, food simpleton, if you will. Not simpleton. That's a bad word. Yeah, that's but kind of uh, rude. Uh, yeah. Kind of like allegiance today. Uh, oh God, what happened? <laughs> You're, you're in the group chat. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying. I wonder if they knew that it was all sophomores that they exposed that on. Um, yeah, who knows. Anyways, let, back to the salsa. Yeah. But I understand Robbie uh, went down on the peppers, but did he also go down on the flavor? Ooh. Now, I love you, Robbie Leonya. I really do. <laughs> don't be too but harsh But I'm going to be honest. Hey, don't, hey, don't be too friends, harsh. Friends are not existing. If you brought in some crappy food, I'd flame you right here next to you. Oh. Now, the consistency is good, the aroma was delicious, and you know, salsa, there's so many ways you can make salsa look appealing, it's like lipstick on a pig kind of deal. But when I tell you I literally probably just ate some pureed tomato, that's oh, what I ate. Oh my god. Eric's just trying to be a, no, a douche canoe. No, yeah. Logistically, in salsas, I'm from the southwest, I've had a lot of salsa. So am I, I've had a lot of salsa. And I ranks in the bottom 25%. Oh my goodness. You're, 25%. You are just being a douche canoe. No, I'm being honest. So, if I'm giving the salsa grade, on average, if an average salsa is 7.5, Robbie Liano, I'm going to preface this. I love you like a brother. Oh my god. This salsa is getting a 2.7. <laughs> you're, you're su you are such a douche canoe. 2.7 on the salsa. Um, I just that, need more spice and some, some salt, honestly. Salt, pepper, and some spice. That was wildly rude. We need to take a picture right now for the I it was wildly rude. Um, if anyone wants to call in, uh, by the way, 520-621-5806 um, is the number here. Uh, we need to take a picture for the Twitter. Uh, my rating, if 7.5 is an average salsa, um, <laughs> uh, then I, I, w <laughs> I, <laughs> I would give, I would give this salsa probably like a, a seven, a 7.8. The chips on the other hand were fantastic. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah, but I, I'd say it was great, great Wait, salsa. Wait, you say a 7.8? I said 7.8. I, I really appreciate Robbie. You think that's above average salsa? Um, yeah. But the point of being a, like, a respected food critic is you can separate your friends from your job. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm a, a sports talk show host. I'm not a, I'm not a food reviewer. I'm, I'm giving this one a 7.8 because I'm not a douche canoe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. 2.7. Um, yeah, anyways... Uh, on to the next segment. Thank you for, uh, um, you know, listening. But thank to, you, Robbie, for the salsa. Yeah, thank you, Robbie. We really appreciate it. I'm sorry that Eric is a douche canoe. Bro, and I hope been, I'm allowed to say that. I I've, I've, call, dro I've I, dropped that like four I times. I didn't call today. it into question his character or anything. I just said the salsa. And who knows? Maybe you said he made a previous batch that was fantastic. Yeah. Maybe that, I would have liked that one better. <laughs> just saying. All right. Well, anyways, we will uh, we'll move on to NBA talk. Uh, so we will start uh, this off. I, I don't have much, you know, actually planned for NBA talk, but uh, the Lakers have not been doing quite as well as, as people have hoped. They're like people are saying they might scrape <coughs> out an eight seed. Now I have a I have a question for you, Eric. Um, if you are LeBron, or just if you're like a Lakers fan, or me, you know, put yourself in whatever shoes you want to put in um, in regards to the Lakers. Would you rather have the Lakers get an eighth seed? Or not make the playoffs and be in the lottery? Well, let me start off by saying that this is all LeBron's fault. Oh, wow. If LeBron could just be patient for 82 games mm -hmm. and wait one season, mm -hmm. then they would be fine. 
But when you tell your players in the middle of the season that I want to trade all of you Ooh. for this one man, Ooh. like, of co- and then you don't get him, mm-hmm. like, that's got to be the most awkward thing ever. It really has to. Like, you know, in 2K, when you trade a player and the, the chemistry goes down? Yeah. The chemistry is like at a negative 69% right now. Oh, my now. goodness. And so, LeBron, this is all your fault. You should have just kept your mouth shut. Anthony Davis would have come to you anyways uh, in the offseason. Mm. You, you messed up, kid. That's all I got to say. Wow. Okay. It's so, all LeBron's fault. Well, I, 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 there's a lot to agree with there. Yeah, Lebr- LeBron really did uh, kind of mess up. Because everyone knows, you know, Magic's the GM and stuff. But, like, LeBron runs yep. ru- runs the Lakers. Um, and and I, I'd say, yeah, it, it must be, like, really, really awkward. And now I – people I are – it's been, like, a thing on Twitter to, like, post, like, um, washed up people, like, in their, their like, Shaq on the Celtics, <laughs> um, Allen Iverson on the Grizzlies, and now LeBron on the Lakers, you I, know? I wouldn't say LeBron is washed I, up. I know, though. neither would I, but just, like, you know, how far, yeah. um, you know, the, the team that he has played on. Um, has now fallen. It, I, I, but the thing is, I, I couldn't tell you even in hindsight what he should have done differently. Just kept his mouth shut. I guess so, but I'm, I'm talking like big, like long term. You know, like, uh, um, like he like gone to the Lakers at, at all and, and stuff like that. Like I don't know how like this situation could have played out any better because you know he's going to the Lakers to make it his own. Yeah. You know. And no matter where he goes, that that'll end up happening. But you know, the, the high profile with um, uh, Lonzo Kuzma, I it's just a it's just a really weird situation. A, a, a fact right here, uh, you know, with the the Bucks and the the uh, Toronto Raptors now on top of the East. Uh, this is the first time a team in the East uh, will put a team in the finals. You know, barring something wildly drastic, mm-hmm. uh, not led by LeBron James since 2010. That's nine years. Eric, uh, the first time a team from the East, and now likely not a team from the West either, uh, will be led by uh, <coughs> LeBron going into the West or going into the finals. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's about that, that's about it. You you covered it, Eric. Any any other NBA talk? No, I think that that just about does it. LeBron, you're a Chad. All right, <laughs> all right, Ch- uh, Chad James. <laughs> Chad James. Um, all right. You get the I, new I, Chad James card. Card? Yeah, did you get his card? This trading card, the Chad James card? No, I didn't. It's it's got uh the highest uh, steal ability. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, greatest elusiveness. Well, well n- not highest stealing ability off the the trademark That's yet. so true, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was a warranted whip. Yeah, yeah, no. I just want I just had pulled it up so I wanted to use it. Relatable. Um, <laughs> Just gonna um, leave it out there? No, you're gonna use it. Yeah. How, where, where do you see Luka Doncic uh, uh, um, <coughs> in five years? In five years, I see him back in Slovenia, sipping on a mocktail, <laughs> crying. <laughs> crying? No, he's good. He's yeah. good. But I just, I'm so upset. Why? Just because he shouldn't be. You shouldn't be so good. Yeah, it's yeah. just upsetting. Yeah, it is. It is upsetting that he's o- totally overshadowed uh, DeAndre. That's true, and because DeAndre has been a legitimate rookie of the year. Yeah, no, he's like no. averaging a double double, but yeah. then just because the Suns are literally the butt crack of the NBA. Yeah, and it doesn't. And <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't help that um, Doncic lucked out on um, 
you know, being in the spotlight with Dirk's farewell tour. Yeah. Basically, it was really cool. Did you see the highlight of Doc, uh, Doc Rivers called a timeout with like nine seconds to go um, just to give uh, for the Clippers fans to give Dirk a round of applause? That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, the Mavericks, like, I actually was inspired by these guys to, you know, make a, a roster just messing around on 2K late one night. Mm-hmm. I did an all-white man roster, and they won the championship. Mm-hmm. I set the game sliders to shoot early and often. Wow. Uh, like, crash the boards. No one was running in transition. Wow. And just shoot as much as you can. They won. And, wow. you know, it's just kind of insane. But yeah, Luca, Kristaps. I don't know who they're going to get. Like, Vlade Divad will come back out of retirement. He's <laughs> like 60 so years old. it'll be ridiculous. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Mark Cuban's trying to establish something in Texas. Okay, yeah. Very sure. traditionally Texan, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, could not agree more. Well, anyways, uh, we will move on to MLB talk. A reminder, if you want to call in, uh, question of the day is, what is your favorite sports movie of all time? Or if you want to just chime in on anything we're talking about, the number is 520-621-5806. We'd really appreciate uh, some calls here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. Um, anyways, we will get into some MLB talk. The Rockies, uh, big, probably the biggest MLB news uh, today, offered Nolan Arenado, or inked the, the contract to um, eight years. $260 million, that's $32.5 million per year, breaking the recently set uh, record by Manny Machado. Uh, so I, uh, what, what, do you think, uh, what do you think about that? Was it, was it deserved? Well, I think Arenado deserved more than Machado, yes. Uh, still so crazy to me, though. And I, <coughs> it makes me a little upset <laughs> when people are saying, though, this is why Kyler Murray should have taken baseball. Well, really, if you look at it, these are the best players at their position making yeah. this kind of money. Yeah. When you're kicking around in the minor leagues, you're making maybe $800,000, $900,000 a year, right? You're not yeah. really killing the game. Where even like mediocre quarterbacks, like Joe Flacco, I think, is making like $27 million a year. Yeah. So it's like in the long term, I think, uh, yeah, there's more physical harm and toll on the body. Like Will Smith isn't making a movie about baseball. Yeah. But still... I can't hate Kyler Murray, but this was really a win for Arenado. And I think it proves, because I've always thought Arenado was better than Machado and Harper, just played in a smaller market, mm-hmm. so didn't get the, the cred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that, that's a great take right there. Um, yeah, and I'd say it was more, this is definitely, you know, he's still a young guy. He's still got a lot of playing left um, and stuff, but I, I think this is more of like a, a respect. Like you, you, you did, even though, that you know, they haven't really won anything, the Rockies, but this is just like a, you know, thanks for being loyal. Here's a, the biggest extension um, ever for, for a non for a non pitcher. Yeah, I- exactly. Yeah, for for a non pitcher. Uh, so so how does this impact uh, Bryce Harper's contract? Because I'd say you know this is like. Um, you know, Bryce Harper must have read the art of the deal or something, you know, and, and read the patience tra- <coughs> chapter. <laughs> Stop coughing I'm right in the mic. Bro, no, it's okay. But just when you cough, like cough the other okay. way because it's really loud in the mic. But you're good. Uh, Eric is sick today. We didn't. We failed to mention that. Eric. Yeah, is, but I'm out here grinding. I, out here grinding for Brody and Eric Super Sports uh, Radio Show. But yeah, I'd say uh, Bryce Harper was definitely a smart move, letting all this happen because now he has to break that record. You know, he's he's not going. Yeah. He's not going anywhere that's going to offer him any less than thirty. 2.5 or he'll at least break the Machado deal yeah. because I, I know the hang-up has been that is Harper worth the long-term deal. Mm-hmm. So I think teams have been willing to offer him three, four years, but he's looking for that eight, ten-year deal. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. Uh, but, yeah, I think this g- gives Harper some, some strength. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, no, without a doubt. He is now on. Uh, the ball is in his court um, unequivocally. Uh, no other real contract news there, but Troy Tulowitzki. Uh, is now playing for the New York Yankees. Oh. And uh, just a little highlight for him, he uh, played his first spring training game against uh, his former team, the Blue Jays, who he, he's still the highest um, highest paid man in, like, <laughs> on Toronto's yeah. pay- payroll, um, and he hit a home run leading off oh. leading off for the Yankees in, in his first at-bat in, uh, in the pinstripes. So I, I always thought Troy Tulowitzki was um, – a little, like a little bit overrated when he uh, was in Colorado, and everyone was just like, yeah. you know, he's a great ball player and stuff. But like, you know, they gave him a buttload a lot of, money. Uh, of money, and then uh, they found Arenado to replace him. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, and now, but now I think he's a little bit underrated. You know, people said, oh, he's like completely fallen off, and no, he, he's not as good as he once was, but. He still stayed within that, you know, de- decent range. So I, I'm going to look for Tulowitzki uh, to be a breakout year. If, if I end up doing a fantasy team, I will uh, look for him as a, a little bit of a sleeper uh, compared compared to others. Um, but anyways, what, what I was thinking, you know, since the MLB season is starting up uh, real soon, we can do a, a power rankings, like our own Ooh, pa- like uh, top five, just to keep it a top little five, bit. Top five, top five, top five. Top five, top five, a little, a little uh, concise. Okay. Um, you know, so if you, we can go from the bottom up, like five, or no, how about let's go from the top down, uh, and then be wait, there, what? Like from the our top players uh, or our top teams. So you're saying start with one. First. Start with one and wait, work why, our way down. No, I feel like if you start with one, people don't care after that. Okay. Well, then uh, then how about okay? We'll we'll go that way then. Okay. So you 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 start us off at number five then. With. What the top players? I think no, the uh, power rankings of teams. Oh jeez, uh, of the MLB oh, to, to 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 start off. Oh this my season. goodness! All right, to start off the season, just because I'm a I'm a fool, but also just because I'm a fan. The Giants at five. <laughs> fully fully <laughs> yeah, knowing that you are a fool. Fully knowing that that's a lie, but you know who cares? Giants at five. Seriously, at four, if the Phillies land Harper, the Phillies, because that's been the predominant theory. Uh-huh. Without him, I'd probably say the Angels. Yeah. Just because I expect Trout to keep killing it, and then. Um, Otani to bounce back. Okay. So Angels at four, three. I'm gonna say the Rockies or not or or Ornado is gonna have a lot to play fair play okay. for. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll start now. I'll wait, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Yankees at three. Um, Yankees at three. Oh my goodness, they just lost me. Uh, Cubs at two. Um, and why can't I remember my one? I had it. It's, it's gone. Oh, Dodgers at one. Okay, wow. Right. And as a Giants fan, it kills me to say that. Wow. All right, so my, uh, you know, not too hot of a take because they had a pretty solid season, but I don't think many people are expecting them uh, to go back-to-back. At number five, I'm going to put the Atlanta Braves. Okay. You know, young squad. Uh, you know, uh, Freeman's going to uh, really bring them up to number four. That is where I'm going to put the Chicago Cubs. Oh, okay. I, you know, I, and I'd say this is um, another real chance this year of getting another chip. You know, it's yeah. not, not going to be another 108 years for the Cubs. I, yep. I'd say uh, they do have a real chance this year. Number three, going to put the Dodgers, who were, who were, you said number one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, number three, I'm putting the Dodgers. Um, number two, I'm putting the Houston Astros. Oh, baby. Yeah, they're, they're still going to have a solid team, lowest payroll in baseball still. Uh, love them. Number one, it's going to be Bo- the Boston Red Sox. They're just going to absolutely kill it. Their pitching staff is wild. Uh, Mookie Betts <coughs> is going to go back-to-back MVPs. Oh, baby. Yeah. That's a hot take. Yeah, very, very hot take. So, uh, yeah, that's my that's my power rankings. Um, but 
yeah, any other MLB talk you have in, in the system? I got nothing for you, my man. Okay, well, in that case, Eric, you know what time it is. Got holes in different area codes. Area codes. Oh, oh, oh. In different area codes. Area codes. Now you thought I was just 770 and 404. I'm where a yet act like y'all know. It's the abominable hoe man. All right, welcome back uh, to the segment area codes. Uh, this is the segment where Eric and I choose a uh, um, an area code from around uh, America to uh, you know highlight something uh, that we want to a little news blip um, about sports uh, that we want uh, you know to, to talk about so how about you start us off Eric I think you're in the you got the momentum with you. I will I will go 720 for those of my frequent listeners you know last week I gave it to the San Diego area code for signing Manny Machado this week I'm giving it to the Denver area code for landing Nolan Arenado. That's my area code, Brody. What about you? All right. So uh, my uh, area code is actually going to be my answer, or it's going to tie into the answer to my call-in question of the day of what is my favorite um, sports movie of all time. Uh, it's going to be the 915 in El Paso, Texas. Uh, that that is where uh, the the good old you know at the time Texas miners. Who, who have turned into uh, University of Texas at El Paso, um, you know, won that amazing championship way back in 1966. Uh, Don Haskins, legendary basketball coach, uh, led them down the Glory Road. My my favorite. I, I grew up watching Glory Road. Oh, I love that um, one. Yeah, you got you got to love uh, Glory Road. Jerry Bruckheimer, U of A um, alumni, uh, helped produce and direct that movie as well. I. I I swear on my life, at one point I saw that they filmed some of those old um, uh, scenes uh, of them playing in old gyms at Bear Down Gym here here on campus, but now I can't find anything. It might have been Hoosiers or some other um, old basketball movie, but I swear in Glory Road they did. So uh, that that is 915 in El Paso, Texas. That is my uh, area code of the day. All right, Brody. Oh, wait, are we answering no, the question? Yeah, the you, you okay. can answer the question. <coughs> so my answer for question of the day is, and I actually have two equally great answers. My first one is, remember the Titans, uh, something about racially charged sports movies. I think it really proves how great sports can be a vehicle to overcome a lot of things in society. Mm-hmm. So remember the Titans, and then also Coach Carter. Oh, wow. Sam L. Jackson. Yep. And then Timo Cruz, the end coach, our biggest fear is not that we're inadequate, but it's that we're too great or something like that. Yep. So good. So, so good. freaking good. So, yeah. yeah. Remember Inspirational. The Titans, remember the Titans are Coach Carter. All right. Yeah. Great. I'm up. not I'm not a teacher. I'm a basketball coach. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, when, n- no. So one of the one of the, the ruffiets of the team tried to swing at Sam L. Jackson, uh-huh. and Sam L. Jackson ducks the punch, grabs him, and pins him up against the wall, and the student's like, Teachers aren't supposed to touch students. And Coach Carter says, I'm not a teacher. I'm the new basketball coach. Yeah, it was legendary. That's electric. Yep. That is electric. Yeah, I haven't seen Coach Carter in a very long time. I remember they always played that at like uh, 1 a.m. on like um, FX. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that channel. Um, uh, But, yeah, that's actually all we have on the agenda so far. (laughs) Uh, Eric, And we we got some – this is the first time I I feel like we've – 
you know, Blown run out of things. So fast. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we're we're just here shooting the breeze. How's how's your week minutes. going? My week, you know, uh, busy as always. Um, I could be going a, a little bit better, I guess. I, I relate call, to that. Call, calling the uh, uh, U of A softball game on uh, on Thursday. Oh, that's so everyone should go go find the live stream on Thursday at six p.m. Uh, for you know Arizona plays Drake. Uh, so softball. Did I say softball? Yeah, yeah. you said softball. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. That's wow. exciting. How's your week looking? Well, I'll let you know after tomorrow. Good luck to everyone without there getting Ella results oh, yeah. back. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be in Brazil this summer. But uh, yeah. we'll see. It'll be a good day either way. Maybe get some sushi. Maybe go to a baseball game. We'll see where the night takes us. We we will see where the the night takes us. Wednesday night um, is going to be a busy one. A uh, couple of tests to get through. A couple of assignments. Yeah. Shout out to. Dr. Torres for really cramming it up in there. Yeah. Doc, is that his name? Dr. Yeah, Torres? Something. I think Gerardo Torres or something. Yeah. History and Traditions of the University of Arizona. Fun class, but yeah. kind of a lot for a two credit. Yeah. And Just in my experience. Yeah. I, I got to go tour all these places at the U of A tomorrow, take um, take notes and You take get to pictures. go to the best plaza in the whole campus, though. Oh, the women's, yeah, the women's and, plaza? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I respect that plaza. A lot of inspiration over there. So much. So so much inspiration. Love to see it. Um, Marshall. Louis, Louise Marshall? Was that her name? Yeah, it was Luis Marshall who we learned about. Oh, yeah, I don't know if we should be celebrating there. She's technically a murderer. Technically, but not um, not uh, by law. She, she, <coughs> she was uh, insane. Uh, Any other shenanigans? What's going on in the world, Brody? How's life going? What's going on in the world? And this is for you, too. We're opening up the phone lines. You just yeah. want to shoot the breeze, yeah. chop it up. Chop it up. 520-621-5806. Make this uh, last few minutes of Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show. A little bit, um, you know, more exciting. Well, just a lot of political things are going on in the world, uh, you know, according to Twitter. Um, let's see. These are really some excellent chips. They really are. Don't eat all of them, though, because they're not all ours. Young oh. young Americans are facing one trillion and um, one trillion five billion dollars in debt right now. What the young Americans? Like the production company? No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, just like young Americans oh. like in, in, in general. Among 19 to 29-year-old Americans, um, $1 trillion in debt mm. at, at the end of 2018. Well, good luck with that, man. Yeah, that's going to be wild to, to, to pay off. A lot of debt happening in, in That's America. too bad, too. You know, remember when just getting to college was so such an achievement? They were like, yeah, we'll give it to you for like basically free. Yeah. Because it was that big of a deal that you just made it there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like, yeah, times are changing. This is like a hot take. I think college is too easy to get into. Really? Oh, yeah. That, and I think that, um, uh, you know, President Robbins, uh, you know, here at the U of A, Arizona, we talked about in the history and traditions of Arizona class, mm-hmm. um, retention rates are really yeah. are really low. And I, I feel like, you know, we, we do have a pretty high... Um, acceptance rate, and mm-hmm. it's like if you like take seventy percent or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. If you take anyone here, uh, you know, at a college, then you know, then there's there's going to be people who you know won't be driven enough yep. to to get through the whole thing because you know we I think we've each uh, you know understood at this point in our college careers, college is not an easy and we and thing. I know we each know some people who aren't here anymore. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of mind boggling to me. Yeah, no, that is weird to think about. I I do think about that often too. That yeah, not not everyone. It's not where like high school is literally set up for you yeah. to kind of glide that, along yeah. through graduation it's like if, if you don't make it then you're out and it's like also i think you know and I, i'm sure you know some people too brody where it's like 
you should not be in college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, love you. I think you're a fun time, but it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have the time management or the ability to really buckle down and get through it. So, yeah. interesting to see. What do you think would be a good acceptance rate to the U of A? To the, to the U of A, I'd say like uh, just under 60%. Oh, really? I was thinking lower. Really? I was thinking 50 uh, the thing is, like, I, God, I love this university with all of my might, but it's like it, it's still like the U of A. So I don't, I don't, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't put the U of A under fifty. But like, I don't think fifty percent is bad odds. You just have to be better than the guy or girl standing next to you. Like I when guess, you think about it, like yeah. that. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but I, I'd still just probably put it just below sixty percent. That, that's my that's my take. Do we know what the acceptance rate of ASU is? It's higher. I know theirs is like in the 90s. Oh, jeez. I, I think ours is actually in the 90s as oh, well. Oh, I thought ours was in the 70s. Arizona acceptance rate. Seven, oh, ours is seven. Arizona. We are 76.4%. Arizona State is 82.9. Okay. For some reason, I thought they were at 90%. So out of five people, only one doesn't get in ASU. Out of four people, only one doesn't get in the U of A. Yeah. But again, you pretty, know, pretty uh, whoop de do. Like, let's look up, like, uh, what's like... Not well. Let's let's go very extreme. Let's go Harvard. Like let's just see. Yeah, that's like twenty percent or something, right? I don't know. Five point six. Wow. Right. Now what's something in between? What's Notre like, Dame. I think Notre Dame's well, a little like, more. We know we know one person who's in Notre Dame, and I was surprised she was in Notre Dame. Oh wow. Nineteen point eight. I. Uh, I'm thinking like Washington is like you know. Is better than us? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Actually, they, they, that's the thing. They're like you know better than UCLA. Us, like do a UC school. Mm, the UCLA is like really hard. I'm going Washington. Washington. I think Washington is a good, um, yeah, fifty-three point three. But that's the thing. Like, I think why like that's good. Like just enough where yeah, you know the people who want to be in it can be there. Yeah, and who are driven enough, mm-hmm. but not so crazy difficult. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that very very good school, um, Washington. So well, we are actually wrapping up here on Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show. I would like to thank absolutely nobody uh-huh. uh, for calling in to the show yet again uh hopefully we'll, we'll do do better next time i kind of feel like uh uh the pti you know how they say oh sorry we didn't make it through the rundown oh, yeah. but we'll hope to do better next time something like that um, am i wilbon or am i the angry canadian i think you're more wilbon okay yeah, I'm, I'm the angry canadian what, what's uh kornheiser tony <coughs> t- t- yeah. tony kornheiser uh um but anyways we will go with on this day in sports history yeah. so on this day February 26th in 1935, Babe Ruth was traded to the Boston Braves. baby. um, At the end of his uh, career with the New York Yankees. Only lasted until about, yeah, until June when he realized he was kind of being used as a, you know, a ploy for ticket sales. They didn't really want to play him. He was kind of like a half coach, half manager, half player, uh, but really didn't see much playing time at all. So he announced his retirement. Kind of a rough ending for you know, arguably the best career yeah. in um, Major League Baseball history. But that's what happened on this day in 1935. Since we still have a little time, I want your opinion. Yeah. Was Babe Ruth, like, people say he's the greatest baseball player of all time. But yeah. I think if, you have, if you're the greatest, you'd be the greatest whenever you play. I don't think Babe Ruth would have been the greatest now. No. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and, like, Cy Young would be a trash pitcher, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's like... In a hundred years, then Mike Trout's gonna look like. I sure hope not. What a, 
No, he's definitely going to look like or actually no, I actually I'm going to take back that statement because we've seen um like and, a progression in like, you know, the human ability yeah. to do certain things. So it's like oh, we've almost kind of like learned as humans have like learned these games uh-huh. and just kind of maxed out you know yeah. how how good we've been. It's like no one's gonna break, uh, you know, yeah. that hit record by it by Ted Williams. No one, no one's gonna do certain things because yeah. we kind of reached the limit. That's what I'm saying. Like people aren't gonna be throwing hundred mile per hour sliders. Yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, Aroldis Chapman did that, but well, no, no one. No, I wouldn't say he, he. That was a slider. No, he had, he had a that that's his slider. It's literally hundred miles. Really? You didn't uh, know that? No, I thought that was his like. He does have a fastball. I thought that's that like, was his that, slow that, fastball. That, no, that goes like a hundred nine. Oh, I thought right. that was like his two seam. Yeah, and I then, think it is one one oh nine, and then his slider is like a can yeah, be a hundred. That's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, I, but like consistently, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, I mean it was consistent at one point during his career. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, the thing is, there will be some um, limits that are pushed still. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'd say, you know, Babe Ruth just made such an impact in the early days of the sport. That's why he's looked I at. I guess. I would give it to players. Jackie Robinson, though, or Willie Mays or uh, Hank Aaron. Like, someone who would be great, I think, no matter when they played. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'd say there's definitely an argument there for, for Hank Aaron. But I'd say Jackie Robinson was still a little, you know, was still a little early to, to the to the chase where there were still like uh, you know some janitors and uh, <laughs> and former dentists that's true Maybe. you know you know pitching out there for for some of the MLB teams but um, either way we are finally done with this episode of Brody, Brody and Eric Super Sports Radio Show Eric do you want to close us out no <laughs> okay well uh, I will close us out then thank you everybody for tuning in here on 1570 AM Camp Student Radio. Hope everyone has a great spring break here at the U of A. Um, to all those who, who celebrate, have a safe travels for uh, whatever you may do. Keep up with uh, sports. Are you already fading me out <laughs> a little? Okay. Um, uh, but, but regardless, uh, you know, have a great rest of your week. Catch us here in two Tuesdays for the next um, edition of Brody and Eric Super Sports uh, Radio Show. And bear down.